Hello and welcome to Women to Women Podcast. That's Women, the number two woman podcast. I'm your host, Denise Hankson Lawrence, and we continue our conversation with global fashion designer Zari and Dr. Christabel as we celebrate and honor Black History Month in the UK. These are Black History Makers in the Making. Let's continue our conversation with fashion designer Zari. I'm your host, Denise Hankson Lawrence, and I'm excited about our conversation today. Do you find do you find that um, a lot of Christians are afraid to go into the secular world? It, it like for example, fashion. Yes. How many Christians do you have? And when I say fashion, I'm not talking about just as you said earlier the clarification of um, you have one aspect where you just you sewing your design. Yes. I'm talking in the business world per se, the fashion industry, right? you don't really necessarily find a lot of Christians in that world. And you may find some conflict where people may say, well, I don't think that's the world you need to be in, right? But how important is it for us to take space and to own moments and to step into places and uncharted waters and to our brand because you're not compromising. We can go into these areas and we don't have to compromise who we are. We don't have to compromise um, being being a Christian, and we don't have to compromise our um, our beliefs, right? No. Yeah. Lord said, are there no sons in Israel? And I feel like that's what the Lord is saying to us now. Are there no sons? Where are my sons? Because when he's talking about the, the, the earth is the Lord, the fullness there of the world and everything, and, and those who dwell in it, the world is the systems, And fashion is part of the system. When you talk about education, education is one of the systems. All these systems, they're his. So we're supposed to be ruling. So when we're missing, it's no wonder things are being disrupted and being um, manipulated by the kingdom of darkness. And unfortunately, because of perversion or lack of understanding, lack of teaching, there are many, or I'll just say there are Christians who believe that some of these places we should not be. But that's not the case. Media, we should be because the world is the Lord's and everything, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Everything is his. It's just that some things have been permitted to be perverted because we haven't taken our position. Because if we are sons and he's the king and we are heirs, then we're supposed to rule in his stead. So that means that it's our jurisdiction. It's our responsibility. So when things are messing up, it's because someone's not answered the call. Someone's not sitting on the throne that they're supposed to be sitting on, whether that is like you're doing this. And I love that you're doing this. This is media. This is calling out. This is allowing you to autocorrect people and bring them truth. When Christabel speaks about medicine and she speaks about speaking to a specific area, but she's not only speaking to the specific area, she's speaking to medicine. And so when she's speaking to all those people, it's a system and she's taking her seat on the throne as a king and establishing the kingdom's rule in that. So when I go into fashion, that's what I'm going to do. And yes, I remember my father, I was doing my crowdfunding, my father was like, if you dress ladies and they're next to naked, I'm going to break your neck. <laughs> Cause he's about things, that's what he said to me. And I'm just like, daddy, as the spirit allows me, I will do. And that's, that's the only promise I'm going to make. I don't plan on letting people go walk around naked and be indecent, but I'm not doing it because of fashion. This is my worship. Right. This is how it pours out. And so people who don't understand, 
will probably say, and there are people who are like, oh, how is she going to address me? But they may not like some of the things I do. But at the end of the day, I have to answer to God. Mm-hmm. And that's who I'm concerned with. Because I can't be distracted by those voices. You can't be distracted because there will always be naysayers. There'll always be people that don't understand. But it's good to also hear because sometimes you hear those things, not to let them drop in your spirit, but to say, search me. Because sometimes you can err. It is. You know, Belle, we were saying earlier, you know, um, we need more Christians in every area, right? I, I just asked Zari about that. A lot of people may say, okay, when you go into fashion industry, you're, co- you're going to compromise or you have to compromise in order to survive. And if you stand true to who you are and whose you are, there's no need. And, but if yes. we are shy, if we shy away from these areas and these avenues, then who's going to speak? Yes. Who's going to speak that who's truth? Going speak? Who's going to speak that truth on behalf of Christ? Who's going and to you know, the, the thing is, we have Christians in all those areas. It's just that the Christians are not necessarily answering the call. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we're saying, I mean, because God, like Z was saying, God has placed his sons in all these areas. But unfortunately, I think that there's a, a word that says uh, things work for good for those who love God and have been called according to his purpose. But there's, there's a calling, but then there's a response. There yeah. has to be a response. And yeah. so unfortunately, there's many people who, who are Christians who have accepted Christ but are not responding to the call. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like Steve was saying, so there's this artificial appearance of certain sectors looking like they belong to the devil, but they don't. No. Yeah. They are God's. He is all in all. All things were made by him and for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, it is a case of those. And then hopefully, as, as she's been speaking, it's an encouragement to people to rise up in their yeah. areas. Yeah. To know that where you are is not by accident. Yeah. It's by purpose. It's by yeah. godly design. Yeah. yeah. And that thing, I just want to piggyback on two things. You know, that all things are made for him they're made by him they're all in him and all things are working together for your good that is the trials you have to know that none of it took god by surprise one thing that was said to me a lot even when i was working in the political arena people would say if you work in politics you're going to compromise and it doesn't matter where you work if you have compromise in you you will compromise it's not about the place that you're working if you're in purpose then there should be no compromise. And I, I mean, if you're in purpose within you and within in the place you're to be, there should be no compromise. Daniel was in a land that was not his. They were a people that were profane, but he did not compromise. It is possible to be in a place where there's absolute nonsense around you, evil, wickedness, crookedness, and not compromise. Because I, my greatest desire would be to inspire people to fulfill, to me, that's what justice is, to inspire people to be who they are according to the, the, the blueprint God gave. Can I just add to what um, Zari was saying, because something said so important, that those statements about compromise, it's important for people to understand that compromise is not inevitable. Compromise is a choice. Yeah. And it's about understanding why you are where you are. So it's, it's she's going into, to fashion with the agenda of the kingdom mm-hmm. and therefore it's, it's, it's also understanding what's your motivation for being there because compromise yeah. is more likely when you're just there without understanding your purpose and the remit that God has given you yeah but the truth is 
it's not more likely for you to compromise in fashion in terms of compared to compromising in church. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a situational, like you said, it's a positional issue. When the, the vertical is right, when you understand why you are there and what you are doing and who has called you and who you are, then compromise becomes, the, the possibility just is greatly reduced. Yeah. But it remains a choice. It is not inevitable. Yeah. And it's completely connected to your understanding purpose, understanding who placed you there. And like you said, not despising process. Right. Understanding that process is not disaster. It's actually opportunity to grow and to expand, to enlarge mm. your territory. Now, yeah. let's swing back into your name, uh, Zari. Your yes. name, and yes. I tie that in with also your fashion is how you tie everything together. Okay, so actually, people think it's the same, but it's not. Okay, so Zarita Zaritsa means queen, little king, queen enthroned, which I love that name. My mother gave me it, it's Russian. Um, and Zari, actually in Hebrew, means my clarity. And so I have uh, some business mentors, some of them from the US, it's a whole team of them. And we were going through the project at the beginning and, and we were discussing names to put out and I was just like, Zari sounds like half my name. And I'm not one for really shortening my name, although people like to. But yeah, I was like, Zari. I, I just was like, no. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to surrender to this I mean, to this process. So I put it out and everybody loves Zari. And suddenly I started seeing it. And I was like, my clarity. Okay. And it is part of the name. And as it's come out, people start to call me Zari. Like literally. You, even Christabel's calling me like, I'm Zari. <laughs> It is. And wherever I go, they keep saying, but you are the brand. Yeah. You are the brand. And yes. it's like, okay, my clarity. And I'm like, it's speaking to me first. And I think that's why people, it's palpable to people because people keep saying it. When you speak about this, we can feel it. We get excited. But yeah, but Zari, my clarity. And I believe it's part of clarity is about knowledge. It's about wisdom. It's about revelation. And isn't this, it's just... Oh my goodness, anybody who's going to engage with this, they're going to have an encounter. They mm. are going to have encounters. Although I'm fronting it, it's like God has given me the responsibility to be the one that leads us through. But it's, it's not a team of one. It's a team of many. You just see me. And so, I mean, Christabel's part of the team. There's, there are many. I cannot say that I've done this alone. So Zari, my clarity, and it is, as I said, it's about justice. It's about clarifying some of the the mistruths that have been put out there and it's about doing it subtly in a way that people is is manageable for people to eat mm -hmm. and get into their system and get into systems yeah the name the name is important finding the name for your brand Very. finding the name for your product for yes. anyone that want to go into any era of business and yeah understanding your why right? yes absolutely why is important? Why are you doing this? Yes. Uh, and then the name means something. Can I just add, so Zari, the way the Lord gave it when we, like, there was a big conversation, but it, when you see it written, it says Zar with an exclamation mark because it's a, a, it's a men and woman's brand. And Zar in Russian means king. Mm. And it is, it is to the kings because we're all kings. In biblical speak, it's not a male-female thing. It's not a gender thing. We are all kings. I think people should get excited because when you've been named correctly, 
you yeah. realize how the name, the word has been chasing you. It will yeah. not return void to yeah. the one who named you before you saw you in your mother's womb. And so that's been chasing you. You are called. And I can't imagine what you are going to do, but your name is. So every time they call your name, they're speaking the future he's already written without even realizing even when, we dis- when we've been disagreeing, it's almost because eternity is planted within us saying there's something that draws us to certain things and it is the echo of the name that he's named us. So, uh, where do you see your brand going? Zari is global. Zari is global. Say that, say that again. Speak it, girl. Say it Zari again. Zari is global. And I'll just share very quickly. You know, I said to you that it was registered in yeah. England and da, da, da. so I can't use the same name in Scotland right now until they've wound down. And I'd said, can I get the same name? I said, if you can, if you can prove it. So yesterday we were on the call to the people who do the business things and the person's helping me at the factory, she's not a Christian, just popped up. She said, I've got a solution for you. And I was like, okay. So we hung up the phone. She said, register Zari global. I said, thank you, Jesus. We just, he's <laughs> not a Christian. She says Zari Global, and that's how we're registering Zari Global. Zari is a global business, and it's because the earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof. <laughs> All of it. So Zari is global because wherever his name can be glorified through this, so I'll just agree with him. Don't ask me how. You ask me, where do I see it going? Yeah. Zari is global. So what, piece can, what pieces can we expect? Okay, so it's an eight- Peace capsule collection. It's actually a bit more now, but I started as eight. Because <laughs> I'm so excited because it's been, it has been a process. And I'm one of those people, I'm just like, I want to see it now, 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 now. And it's quite different from the pieces I've done before. So more of the pieces were bright like this. And we do still have bright pieces. We have two particular textiles that we're going to be launching with so that people can recognize the brand. And uh, the guys, so we have a raincoat for the men, a raincoat for the woman, a blazer for the man, a blazer for the woman, tops at two tops, it's eight pieces. Then we have trousers for both and a skirt for the woman. But many of my pieces are multifunctional. So the skirt, it has a piece that it, it can be worn in the office if you wanted to. It's just a straight skirt. And with detailing, I'm always about detailing. But at the bottom, it has a piece that can add on. So if you're going out at night and it flares out and it has a train. So for instance, if you were, the world's changing, of course, but if you were in the office and you wanted to, you, you just wanted to dress for the office, but you couldn't go home, get changed, then go and meet people, you have this piece that just adds on to the bottom. You just wear a different top or something. You add a piece and it's a whole other thing that you can put on. Or you could just wear it as two different pieces on different at different occasions. So it's it's more about the details, the construction. I I had a sister that studied architecture and when she studied architecture, I just loved how she would point out the little details on buildings and things like that. And I've kind of done that with the clothes. So you'll see just little small details, little small colors or ribbing. So that's essentially it. And I have masks because I did a t-shirt and what the t-shirt, you know, I I learned, you know, in the States when they, in the armed force, I think in the Navy and they sometimes they have their hats. Is that that the one where they have hats and they would wear, but sometimes they'll fold them and put them in the epaulette 
under there. So I love that. So I decided, well, I'm going to do that with my masks. So I made an epaulette on the t-shirts, the tops. And what's going to happen, this is, this is actually a prototype. It's not the original, it's on the way. So this is one of the masks that mm -hmm. we have. Okay. So it would go on like, so it has the thing. And the real one has big ribbons. So, I so they get tied and they're really like pretty and stuff. And it has, as I say about excellence, because I wanted it to be who standard, it has three layers. So it has this layer so that a filter can go inside here mm. so that you're not getting moisture build up. And I Christopher can talk more to that. Hopefully she'll get back on. But yeah, so this is, this is, I'm, you're, you're getting to see this first. This is our first textile, yes. So this is a textile that lots of the clothes will be made with. So it's kind of blues and um, turquoisey, and you can see the symbols inside. What's the message on that one? Okay, so this is going to be our key symbol. So this one is meko, and that means pepper. And the proverb that goes with it says that all peppers do not ripen at the same time on a tree, you know? And so what it's saying is that don't worry if someone has gone ahead of you your time will come. Ooh. And also to warn those who have gone ahead, don't look down on those who have not come up yet. Rather, help them along because their time is coming. And then this one says, Emredani, Emredani, Emredani. And it's, it's kind of the same meaning. And it says, time happens to all of us. So it's like, um, a thing is beautiful in its time. It's the same thing. So it's a double-double. So that's what it is. And I get first. <laughs> I, I just realized that you've seen it first. This isn't. This was one of our testers. We're trying different designs. I have been. You know, the Bible says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, right? Yes. And that we can be fruitful. Well, I am. You know, on the fruitful side. You know. So, do you make for you know our socks? That's the thing. So, and that's what I loved about when I was in Ghana. They. Don't, you know, in the West, as you, it was always about the small, like it has to fit the skinny before it can fit anyone else. That's what I loved about Ghana. Shape was beautiful. Yeah. And so I've, I've designed with shape. So I want my clothes to be able to be worn by anyone. So what we're doing is that is to give people the experience of having something custom. So we have regular, the normal sizes that sell a lot, which we'll have, but they can be customized. So, yeah, so it's like you could have, if you're a bit taller, you can have the, the sleeves elongated. You can choose that one. If you want a different color or you want a ventilator or you want something, there'll be different options. But because we're small batch, we're not big batch yet, but even when we're big batch, I want to keep it that way because I love that experience in Ghana when you go and it's almost like you're getting something custom made. And of course, it will drive up the cost, but I'm kingdom. So it's not going to be exorbitant. I mean, some people still call it exorbitant, but it's going to be worth it. And remember that for Zari, we are profit for purpose. So when we're making the profit, it isn't just about getting money. There's a there's long-term vision about investing in Ghana and in different things that speak to justice in terms of ec ec economics, social economics, environmental economics. But yes, we're, we're, we're able to cater for anyone because there's an aspect of it that is custom so we're not going to be just making lots and lots we're not going to be doing thousands and then hoping they'll sell we'll do small batch and then because i do everything locally and we have factories local when you put in your order then they'll do it based on the custom yeah 
you do any jewelry? I know Belle, and I'm just asking this because I know Belle spoke, and I'm going to ask her to speak a little bit on that real quick. But um, she speaks so passionately about a particular jewelry. And I wasn't sure if it's something you loaned to her from your own personal collection, or is it something from Zari? So, Belle, do you mind just sharing a little light about this jewelry you've been bragging about, you've been boasting about, you've been glorifying God about. And it, I know with everything that Zari produces, it has a symbol, it has an image, mm-hmm. it, has a meaning, it has a story. So, Belle, share with me, because I'm a bit jealous that I don't have... <laughs> but go ahead and share with us. Don't be jealous at all. There's enough to go around. Um, no, so that the, the the necklace was actually something that I, I essentially not directly purchased, but it, there was a crowdfund, and um, I I committed a certain amount, and um, one of the pieces was was this particular necklace, and um, it's I wish I I wish I had it with me, but it's it's basically circles that are kind of linked together, but in one of them lying on the side of it is a symbol that's called Jinyami. And it means, essentially, it means only God. And what, when I was speaking to you about the necklace, it's just that um, it was at a time that I was stepping, doing a major transition and going from being um, employed full-time, which has been all of my career, um, you know, working and being paid, and you know you're going to be paid every month, and then going to a season where I essentially don't have that kind of job right now and so I just when when that came I was like I have the perfect statement for this so I was a bit raggedy because we were moving moving house and um really casual but I put the necklace on and I had the the collar of my shirt open so that it could be displayed because it was a statement of the fact that God is and has only it's only ever been him who's been my provision why is that going to change in the next season and that's to me is an example of what of Zuri in the fact that you're wearing something that is a confirmation of promises, yeah. you know, and a statement yeah. of God's goodness. So it it means so much to me. And I was so glad because, you know, sometimes you think, oh, I need to go somewhere special to wear this or or, or, or be invited out to dinner or whatever. And this is not the season for me being invited to anywhere. Like, this is just not what's <laughs> happening right now. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to wait. I'm, I'm going to, this is going to be the centerpiece of all that I'm wearing. And it will be the statement because the statement yeah. is, it has only ever been and will only ever be God. Wow. Who is responsible for my provision. So yeah, that's, <laughs> Sorry, you that's my story. Do you have any pieces with your jewelry pieces? That's what I was just showing so that people could see, because this symbol, as I under, as I've seen, is quite commonly seen um, in the U.S., amongst um very many black americans it's 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 jinyami um can you see it yes so this is a symbol she was talking about and it was it was on the 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 necklace there's another collection capture collection and just hearing christabel speak about it makes me feel like i had wanted to do much more but i was using pure silver it was quite expensive and i i just at that point i wasn't able to do the marketing because at that point i was working in the States, uh, and I wasn't able to really focus on that. It, it hasn't, I haven't been focusing on it as much, but it definitely is part of what Zari will be because, again, it's still the symbols, and that's what the Lord's had on me. You are going to 
you are going to dispense wisdom through these garments, through this jewelry. And so the first one was Jinyami. And it's so funny because I just remember the first time I produced a piece of jewelry was actually for Christabel and it was this symbol. And I just remember that she was speaking. It was years ago and the Lord told me to do it for her. And there was a stone, there was a ruby in it. And I, I was still have it. it. I was like, I, I would just thank the Lord because she, as much as she, she spoke about me being a servant, she's such a servant. And I remember in those days, I was just like, Lord, let me give her something that's really meaningful. And he told me, and I went to a jeweler and I said, can you make this? And, and he told me, and I managed to get this ruby and it's, it's not big. I, I'm saying it like it was like mine from it. It was, it was really cool. And he said, and he said, tell her, this is the blood of Jesus and accept wow. me. Okay, so you know, you notice, you notice right here is naked, right? Yeah, you're like, you're like, this needs, this needs drape, this needs drape. Yes, yes. Yes. Let me move the hair a minute so you can see clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see. I see. <laughs> Guess what? The U.S. needs to know because Zari is global. Do you know, I, do you know Denise, um, Denise? Um, just for you to know that, that Zari is global. Because her seed has been global. Come on. Where she has sown, it's been global. What she did in the US, she has sown seed in your land. Mm. And she has sown seed in other lands when she's had opportunities. So even when she's been, for example, located in the UK or located in Ghana, she has sown into people who are from foreign lands. Because she has sown and the Lord causes her to reap in kind, but to also reap out of kind. So she's, she's, Zari is global because her seed has been global. And it's something that I want people to kind of, um, who are listening to understand that it's really easy to want the success. It's really easy to kind of want to jump into purpose. But there is the story behind that, that started with being a servant. Yeah. With being a sower and being a sower in the area of your own need. What are some of the obstacles you think within different parts of the, for example, in the U.S. and your brand there where you are? How are you planning to maneuver this? And especially in a time now where, like you said, it's not going to be in a physical store per se, but more, more online. What are some of the obstacles you think you may face with this? Or how prepared are you? And you know. I think this is part of my planning right now. I always hoped for a, a larger market in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is an affinity to this type of wear. And looking at the numbers from the research that I have looked at, people are buying. My hope had been to go to Essence Fest and display there because there I would get a length and breadth of people who are willing to invest in things that have cultural value and just speak into, you know, the, all these different, different aspects. With these things not happening, I am currently wondering how I'm going to enter the market. It was always going to be an online uh, offering, but we were going to have pop-up events at different festivals. It was going to be around festivals. The, the, Website will be launched on 12-12. The business will be officially launched on 12-12. We're just going to give sneak peeks during the next few months. Tell yeah. me about Zari. So how can we find you? How does someone find you? You can find Zari, me, on Instagram. It's by.zari, T-Z, or in the States, T-Z-A-R-I, by.T-Z-A-R-I, by Zari, on Instagram and on Facebook without the dot. 
by Zari. And yeah. our website will be launching when? Website will be launching 12-12-2020, and that is www.byzari.com. Okay. Belle, do you have any um, last words? Well, you're both excellent women, young, black, successful women, and it is Black History Month over there in the UK, and I celebrate you too. I honor you too for your gifts, your talents, your contribution to society beyond yourself. And I'm just going to, in everything that I do, I always have a call to action of everything that we said or anything that's laid on your heart what will be your call to action to someone that's listening today? Whether it's someone who has an interest in medicine, whether it's someone who has an interest in going into fashion designing, someone who's struggling with their potential and, their, and the need to grow, who wants to grow but is not intentional about growing, what is your call to action? What word of encouragement? What would you challenge someone to do today? Belle, we'll begin with you. Call to action, yes. Yeah. So you're talking about people who are already aware that where they are isn't where they are going to be. And Z said something earlier on um, about the fact that she locked herself away. She thought it was going to be one day and it was three. I would say, go to daddy first. Mm. Go to daddy first. And respond because in going to him and saying to him, Lord, I know there's more in me. And I, I know that you would have me go beyond this place. What, show me. He's faithful. And, and Z had said that he had shown her, literally given her a map of what things were going to look like in the next season. And we know from the word that he said that he's given us that Holy Spirit that teaches us, that counsels us, that will tell us of things to come. So I would say go to daddy first. And I would, and with that, understanding that when he answers you, what he gives you is going to be, you're going to feel that it's bigger than you. And rather than kind of looking at it all in its entirety, start with the daily little steps that you can make. And even if you're doing it, afraid, do it. Because um, I, I think sometimes what we do is we look at the challenge and we're just stopped by the mountain. But climbing a mountain is possible. You just start at the bottom and you gradually go up step by step. So I would say that when you're setting yourself a challenge, when you're saying, I'm going to take this step, set something doable so that you understand and the feeling of succeeding don't set yourself up for fail so to do something and even if it's signing up for a course and you signed it then you get to celebrate and tick it off your task list mm. so that you understand what it feels like to achieve and you get used to that sensation and mm. then you keep moving forward so, but, but don't put something up so big that you that you know is going to be an obstacle then use it as an excuse to say that you failed again yeah. But rather set yourself doable goals and then get used to that feeling of succeeding. I'm just talking about the practical things. Because, yeah. And I know that Z's going to give an answer that's going to blow your mind anyway, so I'm not too worried about what I'm saying. But like, the, <laughs> she's going to expand on it. I know she will. But I would say go to daddy first. Yeah. Understand that the answer you're going to receive is going to be beyond your capability. That's the whole point. You're doing it in his strength. Yeah. And then set yourself doable, achievable goals, it, literally small steps and get used to that feeling of success. And I would, I would say that one of the prayers should be ask for God's perspective of you, of yourself, because I've been saying to some, um, I was speaking to a group of ladies the other day. And I was saying that, you know, sometimes, especially if someone's maybe been, a, is a mum and they have children and they want to maybe go into the workforce and they go, well, I've not had a job for years and I've got no experience. I'm like, hold on a second. You are the coordinator, the CEO of your household. 
you have got organizational skills coming. You can manage people. You can multitask. These are all skills. And let the Lord give you his perspective of you so that you see that actually that there's so much in you. Because often you get into the stream of doing things and don't realize how much you actually do. Yeah. But there is so much I'd say, yeah, those are the things I'd say, go to daddy first, expect a big answer, small achievable steps, get used to feeling of success and ask God for his perspective on you. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> After hers, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine is going to be duplication um, for the large part, but I'm re- I was asked to encourage young people that may be going into entrepreneurship. And so piggybacking off of what Chris Bell said when she said get God's perspective because I think it's really it's integral because identity is everything and you will get something like Gideon mighty man of valor while you're hiding somewhere and and God's not saying you could be this he's saying you are this I know who you are so let me reintroduce you to you and so what I said to those um, young entrepreneurs or future entrepreneurs work was do three things. One, accept that you are different. You're supposed to be different. There's only one you. So whatever God tells you, accept it. Two, get better at being you, which is what Christabel just said. It's Mm -hmm. about the small things. You're not trying to be anyone else. As we saw, someone wrote something. um, Don't uh, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. And I think that's absolutely, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Allow yourself to grow in you. And the third thing I said to them was, give yourself permission to make mistakes because you will make them. And in business, business, they're calling that failing forward. It's that thing of, as Chris will say, don't set things too big or too, you can if that's that's what you do, if that's what you're called, that's fine. But I think giving yourself the permission to make mistakes because what you call a mistake isn't always a mistake. It's just, your, it's just your perception. And God will show you that as he shows you you, you will see the things that you're able to do and can do. And so that is my call to every single one. As Christabel said, go to God first and go to him every step along the way. But one, know that you're different because people struggle with that thing. They're trying to be part of the herd. You're not supposed to be. You're part of the herd as an individual. You're always you. So be you, get better at being you, invest in yourself, read more, practice more, whatever the thing is, do more of it. And three, give yourself permission to make mistakes. What you call mistakes isn't always a mistake. And for me, it's identity. Find your identity. Knowing who you are and whose you are gives you power. It gives you power in your mouth. It gives you power in your hand. And once you know who you are, then you're able to go and attempt the task. And like Belle said earlier, I'm a firm believer, celebrate your small wins. Yeah. Wait until we reach the finish line and be like, oh, I did it. No, the fact that you did one day and then the next day is enough to celebrate and it motivates you to that finish line. So I thank you so much for your time. I thank you. I love you girls. We love you. Val, I can't believe you were driving for how many hours with you having on the way on this call with us. I it's- know. I'm so glad it stayed. I, I didn't think it was going to maintain. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> is that Tim? Yes, it is. <laughs> Do you see him? 
Yeah, yeah. I have a black window. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Again, thank you for listening to Woman, the number two woman podcast. Please do us a favor, will you? Visit us on Apple Podcast platform and write us a review. And if you would like to contact us, please do so at W, the number two W podcast show at gmail.com. That's W2W podcast show at gmail.com. And please also visit us on Instagram and Facebook at W2W podcast. That's W the number two W podcast. And please visit our website as well. And you can listen to all the archives. Woman.com. W2W podcast.com. 